Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sarah and Adam Show. I'm here with, you guessed it, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, Sarah? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Lots of good shows that went on Mm -hmm. this week. Um, Lots of, I don't know, lots of thoughts coming from you. I, I can sense them. Can you? No, no, they don't allow that sort of thing over the over the border. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a lot this week, which feels weird because I feel like, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. All the seasons of every, uh, basically all of the shows, except for Andor, are starting to wrap up. I guess so. I mean, like, so next week is the last She-Hulk week. Like, mm-hmm. Next week is the last Rings of Power week. Mm-hmm. And then we only have, like, what, three more House of the Dragon? Yeah, I was kind of hoping they'd all kill each other in the next one, but they'll probably last at least till the end of this, to the end of the season, into episode 10, yeah. Ah, ah we'll see. They, oh, they yeah. have a, if they follow the game Game of Thrones model, episode 9 will be known for its bloodbathery okay well i i guess we'll have to wait for bloodbathery then correct that's a technical term used exclusively in canada folks yeah Mm. (laughs) um okay so where where do you want to start because you you caught up on she hulk too i did yeah um i don't know she-Hulk first? She-Hulk first? She-Hulk it is. Um, okay, so what did you think of these two? Because the last one you watched was... Was it The Wedding? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the next episode, I will just say I was right. You were, I was sus. You were right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't <laughs> trust that guy. Can I just say, during that episode, I was like watching everything unfold. And then as soon as I saw her send the text the next morning when he wasn't there, I was like, oh, no. This ain't gonna be good. No? <laughs> right away, I was like, he's not gonna answer you. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Got what he wanted, yeah. but it wasn't what she thought she, he wanted. <laughs> oh, right? Um, but now you, you understand why I could see why the the wedding thing was kind of necessary kind of i mean like they'd introduce them yeah i like you could have done it probably in any other environment to be honest like but right. i forget the bar she always goes to yeah i feel like the wedding though kind of really accentuated the whole you're here alone thing for her sure yeah, so I, I actually thought that that was, I thought that the next episode, the um, hurting for a yurtin, I, I, don't, I don't know what the episode was actually called, but that was, the, that's how I think of it. Um, oh, today's episode? No, no, the one before, the one. Um, oh, okay, right. Mm-hmm. Where they say hurting for a yurtin. Yeah. Not just like randomly have it called that or something. Um, I, I thought that was the best episode of the season, actually. Okay. That's fair. That was a good episode. Yeah. 
Well, I, I thought it was funny. Like I, I was talking about the show and like how, I, you know, last week I was like, man, the show's the best when she's talking about her interaction, like what her thoughts are of herself versus the She-Hulk and, you know, mm-hmm. like addresses that. And that, that's what the whole episode is basically about, or at least, you know, it's like a vehicle to get you there. Right. Right. Yeah. So no, that one was good. And then the wedding one, at least when I watched the wedding one, I was kind of like, uh, derailed a little bit, but then you have it. It kind of felt like, um, what episodes are we on number wise? Seven and eight. So it kind of felt like seven was like this really big uptick and push in the plot. Um, and it felt like it was like the longest build up to get there. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, like to the point of you're like, was it really worth the journey to get there in the first place? Right. Like I, I really, really enjoyed episode eight. Oh, you enjoyed eight. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you have seven, which kind of like upticks everything. And then eight, you're like, okay, like things are, are really good. Um, mm. But at the same okay. time, I'm like, there's one more episode left in the season. And I feel like it just got really awesome now. Okay. Um, I didn't really care about eight that much. It was okay. Really? Yeah. What did you not like? Did you not like certain things about it? Uh, okay. So uh, seven, she goes through like this really tricky thing of like trying to finally... I don't know, like we saw kind of growth like she had to admit she admitted mm-hmm. her you know complex uh relationship with her being a she-hulk and how it's tough and it's tricky and she doesn't know what to do and this guy ditched her and she mm-hmm. feels alone and have you ever had a friend who's cooler than you you know like that's me I'm I'm her like it, it's it was it was all really good and it was like oh Finally, she's actually exploring some of that instead of just like doing the same thing she always does. And then episode eight, she just goes back to doing the same thing she always does. You you thought that? Like like running around, chasing after the guy she thinks is cool, um, like reluctantly embracing her superhero-ness, doing court things. Like she didn't, I don't know. I didn't feel like there was much character development there, I guess. See, I felt like we finally saw more of the problem in terms of like, first of all, I thought it was really cool that they brought Daredevil in. And this was kind of the only sure. the only downside that I personally had with the episode was it felt a little bit like Daredevil might have been carrying it a bit when I was watching it. And I couldn't tell if I was enjoying it because of She-Hulk, or if I was enjoying it because Daredevil was doing a little bit of the heavy lifting. Okay, so was is Daredevil? Uh, I don't know much about him. I, I knew mm-hmm. I recognized him when when he walked in. I knew who it was. So the thing but, that's have actually you seen it? so I've seen I haven't seen all of it. I've seen parts of it. The thing that's actually really interesting, in my opinion, is it's a Netflix show. That like it oh. started on Netflix, so this is not a Disney MCU property. Um, it would it would happen in Mar like in that universe, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Okay. It is like a Marvel, but it started on Netflix, um, mm-hmm. and it's the same actor, 
so it's interesting because it's like they're they're bringing in that into into this and i don't know i don't know if disney like bought bought it out from netflix or what the deal is or if they let netflix do it kind of how they let sony have spider-man or whatever right um but yeah that's what i found interesting about it was was that they brought him into it what was the show that he made a cameo in he he was there's another show or a movie where he's just like real briefly the lawyer i don't remember Uh, like he's barely in it i I don't remember it's fairly recent though i don't remember okay well yeah he's he's a lawyer and it's it's like oh it's daredevil but then like you never get past that like he just like does his like little glib thing in court and Mm -hmm. then he gets away with it and leaves and that was it that's it so um like he he's made he's made a couple cameos at at this point well at least that one and then this this here i guess isn't quite a cameo but Mm -hmm. Uh, well i was distracted by that and then i don't know like whenever like she's always like i'm so alone and she's just like chasing she's like the whole show's about her dating guys has to be you know like trying to find guys and then she's like oh hey i'm gonna try dating another guy i was like oh cool well i mean it's kind of a double-edged sword because then what would you rather her do not not do that and just be alone no, I, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't. I felt like she's. I, I don't wish aloneness for her. You know, I, right. I just want, I want to see her. I don't know. I, I want to see more, more growth. I guess and this, this seemed like, like it, it put her in an interesting situation. Like they fought the frog villain, mm-hmm. which is like. See, I don't think her her trying to date another guy was the focus of this episode at all. I thought the focus of the episode was the fact that she is embracing her superhero side, which she was really hesitant to do, obviously, at the start, and was like, nope, not doing it, not doing it, not doing it. And now she is to the point that Daredevil has to be like, you don't do this regularly. You're not the expert here. And kind of, like, put her in her place which was really great because he's right. She doesn't do it regularly. Her her hulking out is for appearances, for work. Like she doesn't hulk out to be the superhero. Um, so I thought that was a really good point. And then I also just really liked that you had this whole, um, like he was there obviously pushing along the storyline, but you had this whole personal storyline with her coming through at the end where she went to that, I guess, like lawyer gala event, whatever it was. Um, so you're still seeing her as the Hulk now or as she Hulk, sorry. But now her her life as Jen is creeping in to she Hulk. Whereas before it's been the other way around. It's been she Hulk overshadowing Jen. And now she's there as She-Hulk and Jen is what is being thrown in there and back in her face. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, oh, that's good. I I didn't like hate the episode. I just thought it was back, we're back to the regular, like, it felt like back to the regular scheduling because the times that she has She-Hulked, mm-hmm. she's been great at it every time. And this time she was too. She's like, he's like, hey, you don't know what you're doing. She's like, all right. I'm going to do it anyways. And then it worked out perfectly. Well, I mean, 
if you're super strong with impenetrable sure. skin. Well, I, I mean, that was why I was like, why did why are they even being subtle? Why doesn't she just go and like she's she's functionally invincible, right? You know, like I, I always th- I think it's funny, like some of these superpowers, it's like so like I don't know what what's the downside here. But it's kind of funny though when you, you know? see when you see that interaction because it reminds you of like all the different superheroes and how they what their personality is and how they interact mm-hmm. in those situations and it's never the same. Right? Like you see Iron Man when Iron Man first starts and he is most egotistical of superheroes. Sure. Right? Um so it's just like an interesting. I don't know. I feel like I think what I was actually disappointed about was it felt like it took so long to get to this episode and this episode felt like what She-Hulk should have been because you have the action, you have the running around, you have the the superheroes Mm -hmm. being superheroes, but you still have this like little niche thing that She-Hulk is doing where she's talking to the fourth wall and she's breaking, Mm -hmm. she's breaking that fourth wall down again, which is their own little world. Um, So I feel like you had all these different aspects in it. And I'm just disappointed that it took so long to get there. Well, I think I would have liked this episode a lot more earlier in the season. Like I, I just, mm-hmm. I want, I want something big and awesome. And I don't know. I want her to learn to live with herself and be content with herself and not be, not be forced to, I think the thing that the, about the dating thing is I just, I feel like she is putting a lot of her self-worth on having someone to date she's like she's not a good person unless she's not unless she has someone who's dating her who's willing to accept her and it's like she won't accept herself and and i I just want her to see be be like no i'm great on my own i'm wonderful Mm -hmm. but and if, if a guy doesn't come along then i can live a happy life but have you noticed like in the episodes where she shows up alone there is a lot of that society, like social dialogue of people being like, oh, you haven't found someone yet? That's right. okay. Like, that is so stereotypical. So sure. I can kind of understand why you're feeling that way in terms of her, like, feeling she's putting a lot of value on that because that's what happens. Sure. Even, like, even when you are in a relationship, like, the next thing, they're like, well, when are you getting married? When are you having right. a kid? Like... It's always the next thing that is the pressure point. And it's always, for women, the relationship that's kind of like shoved down your throat. That's what your value and your worth is broken down to. But that's not what your... Just because other people see it as that doesn't mean that that's actually what it is. Right. And so I would like... It's like she's invincible to everything except for the mean words people say. Right. But that takes a lot of like being Mm -hmm. able to build yourself up around that and and handle that and move past it. And I think she had that before, like based off how her ego was and what her personality type was when she became She-Hulk. I think she had that down. And then she became She-Hulk, and now it's a whole other level. Yeah, so I would like to see some growth. That's all. That's all. That's all. I'm like the whole thing for me is mm-hmm. like it. I just want to see her realize that she's, you know, 
I don't know. I, I want to see her elevate herself to, to get better. And it, it seems like she's like kind of not, not moving that way. And that that's all like, mm-hmm. and so this episode, this was cool. It was fine. It was fun. It was fun to see. I, I laughed out loud actually the, when she was like, I don't have the time for 30 minutes of you. And he's like, that's not how the math works. Yeah. Which is so funny. I was like, it's Sarah. Hey. <laughs> oh, man, it was funny. Rude. Yeah, um, yeah no, I liked this episode. Um, that was fine. It was good. Yeah. I feel like this, yeah, I just wish it was earlier in the season, like you said. Sure. Yeah. I Nine se- nine episodes for this, this show is, mm-hmm. seems a little bit long, to be honest. Like... If I went back to watch it, I bet that there'd be a few that I could be like, ah, oh, you could like just like smash those together. Well, you get just like get rid of certain elements. Th- and that's what I mean is like this would have done really like this one. You know, I, I messaged earlier and I said like this is the episode that I've been waiting for, like what I've been wanting from this show. And I think if it had happened earlier, you would have had a much stronger season one. Oh, is there another season planned? I don't know. I'm just saying, in general, you would have had a much stronger nine episodes versus having three or four that you could have condensed down into two to kind of speed this up and then have more of a storyline on the back. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm coming across as me hating it. Like it was, it was one of the stronger episodes of the season. I, I just, it felt a little bit let downish after mm-hmm. what I thought was the pinnacle in seven is all that's fair you know seven explore like i don't know for me i've i i just want that care i'm hooked on it i think the character development that that growth like right you know that's that's what i always want i always look for that i guess i just disagree because i saw the character development when she was being she hulk in this episode okay yeah I, i that's good I guess I'll have to look at it again, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not going to say that you're wrong that she didn't have character development. I, I didn't see it really. Right. Which is fine. So, I think, I think we're just looking for it in different areas. I think so. Um, well, it's a weird, I think, I think too, like if you try to show yourself it, like put yourself into the other, uh, uh, like, trying to actually figure out what what it would be like to be her is mm-hmm. it's probably easier for you to to kind of you know oh, totally. put, on, put on those shoes than me because i'm like i mean there, there's so many degrees of separation like I, i've never been a superhero i've never been female i've never been um uh, you know an attorney i've never like there's all these things that i i'm just like i, I can't really relate and so you know uh, there there have been some good compelling female characters out there that I'm like not necessarily like relate to but I'm like yes I see your growth like it's obvious to me mm-hmm. and this isn't as obvious to me so may, maybe I'm you know I'm trying to keep an open mind about it but I I don't know this this show has been it's been interesting I, I I don't I actually don't regret having watched it it's um it is very challenging sometimes for me to understand what's you know you're like, oh yeah, this is exactly what happens. And I'm like, hmm, that's way outside my realm of experience. <laughs> Which is fair, but then that also makes me think, like, I also wonder who's the target audience. Oh, I wonder. I, I don't know, because you would think 
uh, you know, it's like you, you have these moments of like, yes, that's exactly what it's like to be a woman. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I, I don't like disagree with that. On the other hand, like it, so it, it's calling out like these social issues that, that it's like, well, you know, men are all awful. And it just puts my back up. Like, I, I'm just like, I realize that there are issues mm-hmm. and yet like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna like somehow change me even like I, I you're saying like all men are awful not not you specifically Sarah just like the show is like look at all those stupid men all men are so stupid 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 men and you know like so unfair so awful so everything and I'm I'm like I feel like I am I don't hold these values but I feel very lumped in and it, it makes me feel like a little put off just right not not, not because I think all men are great or something. I think there's a lot of issues, tons of issues, in fact. Right. It just it just makes me get defense. I'm like, I don't like the way they're saying all men are like this. So okay. I don't know, like if the target audience is, if it's females, then it's, I guess what I'm saying is, does it work to have, like, is it going to help men get better? I understand where you're where you're coming from. I'm I'm just and I'm trying not to dismiss it because I, I understand why you would feel like that kind of like defensiveness. I don't think it's painting it in a light of all men are this way. I think it's painting it in a light of this is a stereotypical experience. Just because you aren't specifically this way doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Sure. Right? Like, that doesn't mean that the majority of the time, this is how people are treated. The majority of the time, people ignore my opinions because I'm a girl. The majority of the time, people assume I don't know what I'm talking about if I talk about cars, if I talk about computers, if I talk about anything technological. I work in a technological industry. Uh-huh. I grew up around cars. Six of my immediate family members are mechanics. My father restored old cars for a living. And as soon as I open my mouth about anything cars, people immediately like, no, 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 no. That's actually not what we're talking about. And immediately dismiss it. So just because it's not something that you are doing doesn't mean it's not something that in general is happening and is frustrating to experience sure. right okay, okay. so uh, so uh, let, let me let me just make sure you understand i i get that that's your experience and i'm not downplaying that at all right i'm saying if you want to open my eyes to these issues right that the showrunners aren't going about it in a way that's going to make me receptive to it. Like it annoys me the way they're doing it. They're very heavy handed with it. So what and do you so think if, would be a better way? I don't know. I just know that this, this I, I'm open to these ideas. Like I, I'm like, I think that there's been a lot of really bad inequality, awful things that mm-hmm. happen. And I'm, I've gone through a lot myself of moving forward. Like I, I just, I think that like it, I just, I feel like, well, if you're a man, you're bad and you're awful and like whatever. And it just makes me mad. I'm just like, not just cause I'm a man. Like, I just want it. I don't know. I, 
I don't know how they could approach it to make it better. I'm not a showrunner. I just know that if the target audience is, you know, men who could maybe be receptive to this thing, it, mm-hmm. it's just a little off-putting. Like it, it, to me, I'm like, yeah, I get that. I, I'm on your side actually in, in almost all of this stuff. I truly do agree with what your side, Sarah, is. I just feel annoyed the way they're approaching it. That's all. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying maybe to I'm think the only of guy like, who's like that. I'm just trying to think of like a way that would be like a better approach for it. And I don't know what it would be. I, I don't know. Like it, it should be addressed. I think it should. Right. And some of it is really funny, but some of it, it's, I'm just like, I have a pretty rotten opinion of a lot of humanity. Like I'm very receptive to the idea that there are a lot of just awful guys out there. But like, I, I you don't need to push me that far. I, I just. You're like, I'm already there. Yeah. And yet I'm just like, excuse me. Like, I'm, I'm not like that. Like it just, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe there are elements of me like that but I know that in general I I don't fit those stereotypes and yet I still feel very much lumped in to all of it so that's all I I I you're right there are a lot of bad awful ways that we treat women they should change they should be addressed and I don't think that this is the way you get men aboard but maybe Mm -hmm. the target audience is females who feel that way because it seems like you can relate a lot and you get you're getting a lot out of it where I'm like what <laughs> you know mm-hmm. I also like part of me is curious if it's because this is one of the only shows or movies that I can think of that does this and it's not your typical narrative right it's not what you're used to seeing so people don't like being uncomfortable People get defensive when they're uncomfortable and because it's not something that you're used to seeing you being generalized, not you specifically, but like the general male population, let's say, is it, does it seem like the wrong way because it's new? Oh, maybe. Uh, I mean, this kind of show, if we watched a second more version, I'm sure that there would be a little less of me like, "What? what, like, even if they did the exact same stuff. I'm sure the familiarity would dull it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Certainly. So it could be. I, what I'd be interested in, and I haven't done any research, I'd be interested to know how this show like has has rated, it, like especially amongst different groups. Like if, mm-hmm. if everyone is, you know, maybe I'm just like the only jerk guy and I, I really am the problem. <laughs> or, Or maybe, you know, Maybe it really is just intended for women to be like, yeah, right? Are you kidding me? Like there's, I watched some, I watched some female comedians that I'm just like, I'm like, I genuinely try. I, like I, I find other female comedians funny, but there are some of them that are like making so many jokes at the expense of men mm-hmm. that I'm just like, like, do you, you have a husband? You've referenced him a few times, like, mm-hmm like is he okay with this show like is he does he how does he feel about you know you're talking like this like it's very very geared toward women right. and this show maybe this is a little microcosm of that that you know area of exploration I, I don't know I just um 
I do think it's a good show and, and it does point out some good things and some things are just to me very off-putting. So that's fair. I, I don't think it's bad necessarily. I, mm-hmm. You say uncomfortable and that's the word I've been, I've been, you know, discussing a lot lately. I, uncomfortable is not necessarily bad. Right. So, but uh, so you would say that the episode eight was the best, though. Um, so far for you, I don't know if it was necessarily the best, but it was definitely. I would say episode eight was what I expected the show to be. But expect- to be honest, that's same here. I right. Thought, yeah. Like you had, like I said, you had just the the niche of her breaking the fourth wall. You had the superhero action. You had. The personal storyline, the superhero storyline, um, mm. it felt more fast-paced than some of the episodes did. Um, mm-hmm. it, it just felt like there was more substance to it than some of the episodes we've had. I, I just, I was like, what? What's the frog guy? What's the story oh, yeah. of him? I just, <laughs> so silly. Yeah. Uh, yeah anyways maybe we should move on to another thing uh well hold on do you do you think do you think episode nine is going to be a satisfying conclusion i don't know to be honest because i I honestly don't think it will be because i feel like we haven't had enough of her story like serious storyline and growth and like i want more growth from her i don't think she's done um you do want that okay yeah like i i noticed it this episode that it had started or that she had made a change but i don't think it is complete i don't think anyone is ever complete to be honest with you but i feel like because so many of the earlier episodes i think maybe weren't totally necessary or could have been condensed the ending might feel rushed I also don't know where they're going to go. Like, are they going to leave it open-ended? Are we getting a season two? Is it going to be open-ended for her to go and, like, go into a movie next? And, like, where do we go from here? I don't know. I don't know. Like, they have, they they keep name-dropping the, and how I don't remember the name, typical, but oh. um, the the evil organization that's talking about oh, her. Oh, Intelligentsia. To, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, and that they're the ones who put up the thing at the end and they're clearly mm-hmm. going to be the ones she has to address this uh, during the finale but it would seem pretty i don't know annoying like they're like La- on the last episode on the last episode previously on it's like intelligence intelligence and then and then we just have like a quick she's like oh solved it half an hour solved it done like, right i feel like it's it, gonna feel not yeah good uh, i don't i don't predict that I've either they come to a very very quick conclusion which uh, a lot of people would agree is uh, not satisfying Mm -hmm. um, or they're going to or they're going to have season two and have that be the lead-in to like well hey now we know what her her issues are now season two will address all of them right yeah so I I mean I I hate to say it but I guess we'll see oh whatever i'm i'm glad that i didn't walk in with high expectations and hopes because mm-hmm. like 
that would make me sad mm -hmm. right right now i would feel a little let down right now i like I was pleasantly surprised by episode seven. I was like, and the I, the porcupine guy was just like so ludicrous. It just cracked me up. Yeah. And the other weird, not weird, but like, I loved, I loved that she finally found a group of people that would like accept her. And she was like, I don't know. It was just, it was nice to see, I don't know her open up a little bit because mm -hmm. her her like best friend is not someone she even opens up to that much yeah yeah that's a good point too you know like she'll open up to some weirdos because she can see their dysfunction but her friend is so superficial in some ways at least that i feel like their relationship is a little bit superficial in some aspects mm -hmm. and, and so they can't share those really deep things because they both have i don't know that they have the walls built they don't want to that's going to make the relationship worse or something mm -hmm. so uh, yeah like seven I mean, you can't have an episode like that every time i just i don't know you can't that, that's the kind of junkie i am i hear people talking all the time actually i saw a bunch of comments about how uh we need we need to have a you know a character like we need to have someone killed like sean bean in house of or in, in right game of thrones like we need a shocking death of a main character and i'm like how do you like that that's not fun to <laughs> me like that's not enjoyable like uh, you know i i want to see the character development and growth that's what i want to see like I, mm -hmm. i'm not that's that's the kind of that's my poison of choice right so so i see it through that lens and if i don't see a lot of it happening then that's you know, I guess that's a good lead into House of Dragon, actually. Yeah, because, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, let's let's take a tack on it. Okay, what did, um, what did you like about it? I about actually like... This is episode, hold on, episode, episode seven, right? Episode seven, yes. Okay. Um, I actually liked most of this episode. I'm trying to think if I didn't like anything in it, and I don't think there was anything was, that I didn't like. It was strong for what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. I, okay. Like the Damon and Renara stuff still creeps me out, but like because of our social norms are pretty right. widely divergent from that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, it's um, I'm like, oh, yeah. but just because that's. You're like, okay. They, they've normalized it. I mean, it was way creepier than when they were like, when the boys were talking about how the older... Yeah, I was going to marry his sister. Yeah, and but the younger's like, I do my duty. Right. I just didn't give betrayal. And I'm like... Uh, I, I Like, in the... Honestly, the, the episode before where the kid is, like, jerking off in the window. I know. I know. And I'm like, I don't need to see a kid doing that but like yes it happens mm -hmm. you know like i was a teenage boy mm -hmm. like this these things happen but i don't need to see that and have his mom walk in and just talk to like just just very awkward yeah but anyways i asked you what you liked and then i took over i apologize continue no you're good um i really enjoyed seeing allison snap i knew it was gonna happen I knew she was going to go psycho and I really enjoyed seeing it. I don't know what it is. I just was like, I knew it. It was an I told you so. It wasn't yeah, I told gonna... you so. It was, it was me being like, I knew 
She could not be trusted. And like, I get the, the, um, I don't want to say frustration, but maybe like the hurt and the anger and obviously frustration too, but all of these emotions that she would be feeling because obviously her son has lost his eye. She views it as, as Ranera and her kid's fault. Um, she clearly is like, we all know she's the one telling her boys that they're not the, the sons. So like she is at fault here as well. Inadvertently. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's at fault for having, she, mm, I'll censor myself, uh, poor children. Um, I was going to call them something else, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, if you feel like you, I don't necessarily feel like we have to make all of this show swearing, like family friendly. If if people want us to swear or if they care about that, let us know in the Discord server, please. Yeah. Be interested in your feedback because I'm not opposed to swearing sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, I want to here, honestly, especially when it comes to this show. Like it kind of just brings it out. I'm sure you can guess what I was going to say since I went (laughs) Um, yeah. (laughs) So, but it's funny because I hear you off camera, and and I'm like, oh yeah, this is yeah, swearing Sarah is here. Swearing Sarah (laughs) is normally here. Um, Yeah, so it's just like, but I think what actually I can understand her Allison's viewpoint here was this was another case of Viserys choosing Rhaenyra over her um and i don't know if you caught this i didn't catch it i had to go back after i read it online and i just watched it again he mistakenly calls her emma oh does he i didn't see that Mm -hmm. that's that's a nice little detail so you now have him where where you know in this age um where you you are playing the game for the Iron Throne, essentially. You know that a lot of these marriages are for power. They are strip political moves. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're not for love. Um, and this is like a slap in the face of, I married you for a political move. My mm-hmm. true love is dead. And she's clear like Renera is linked to her because that's obviously her mother. So it's like this extension of just being slapped in the face. And I can see that from Allison's point of view. Um, but it still felt really good to watch her snap. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I do actually. Um, I want to hear more about what you liked about this episode and then I'll, I'll talk about this, some of the stuff as well. Um, I thought that was a very strong part, even though it made me it made me uncomfortable. A lot of it, I was like, "Yeah, I was super uncomfortable." Because, because I was like, ah, he can't, I, have, like... "I have kids. I have kids that are similar age, right?" And I'm like, "They're splicing each other and like gonna kill each other." And it, it I'm just like, I don't ever want my kids to be in that situation. And it was. It was just crazy to me, too, because you, you basically have Renera's kids and Allison's kids going back and forth. And the um, Damon's kids, who were there, aren't really saying anything. Like They're obviously upset about it, but they're not really being like, no, um, Eamon was, like, choking him out. Right. Like, 
and mm-hmm. was gonna smash his head in with a rock like right. all like all of these things um so it was a little frustrating to see that that they were just being so quiet but at first so tell me what you thought what went through your head when you saw her like get this like dagger um Allison get it I didn't initially think that she was going for the boys. I thought she was going for Rhaenyra at first. I think she didn't know who she was going for. I think she thought, if I get one of them, mm-hmm. good enough. Right. What she was saying out loud wasn't necessarily what matched exactly what was in her heart. Mm-hmm. A little bit. like I mean, it was all consistent with itself. But uh, like she wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm all happy with my voice, but murdering you with my arms. It wasn't that. It was like... <laughs> But but she was she was like in this place where you can believe she would do anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, like like she's she's just and if she I think she would have been like Rhaenyra's dead, like yay, she'd have been so happy, like just fine with it. But I I think she would have pushed me like Rhaenyra's dead, kill her kids too, secure the succession. Like I think she would have just kept going. I think I think she was that in that state of mind of just like off the Mm -hmm. cliff she was off the cliff and she wasn't sure where she was going Mm -hmm. so this is actually so leading off of that i think what will end up happening not will end up happening but maybe but um because aemon now has the dragon which i actually did like that interaction as well i thought it was a little sneaky of him i was waiting for the for the dragon to just burn him um just toast him alive and call it a day he has balls. Yeah. I like balls, <laughs> which is a Team America quote, by the way. <laughs> but, but like, so I liked, I liked seeing that. But yeah. I think what's going to end up happening now, because she knows that he's got this dragon and this dragon, I ended up doing like a little bit of a deep dive, not a deep dive, but a, a mini dive, we'll call it afterwards. Cause I was, um, I wanted to make sure I was fully understanding it, but this is a huge move in terms of power for them because this dragon is one of the oldest, most powerful dragons right. in like the history of this time. Um, and it's only had, oh, yeah. I think four other riders, including um, Damon's wife. So oh, what's, what's the lifespan of a dragon? Do you know? I, I just don't know in this world. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure I read that it was like 200 years old or something like that. So so it surpasses that of humans by a significant yeah. so margin. Okay. I feel like, though, because this is a, a pretty big deal that he now is this dragon rider, um, it's going to push Allison off that cliff even more of being like, kill the kids. Be like we got this crazy powerful dragon toast them like i think she's yeah i yeah well i think the lot that went through my head actually was um yondu from from one of the marvel show from mm-hmm. the yeah, he's like you always did have a scrote boy <laughs> like <laughs> you know like i i just like that he was so ballsy and he it pulled it off and then he was the ultimate dick and deserved to have his eye cut out. Like, what a prick. Like, right. You know, because he comes in and, uh, you know, like he's like full of his own self, sense of self and power. And he's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you stupid little kids. Like, I'm way better than you. Like, screw mm-hmm. you. I'm better. And 
and they're full of grief of like this thing and that someone stole this family heirloom basically mm-hmm. you know and and just like they're bragging to him uh, about like I, I was inclined to like him mm-hmm. until he went in and he was like yeah yeah that's right Adam Adam's not gonna like me for this yeah <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I just I'm like ah you did something cool and now I don't like you you know who he makes me think of is Hmm. and maybe in less of a sociopathic way but just in the same kind of like I'm doing it I don't care what you think kind of way Joffrey sure oh yeah like like Joffrey is much more sociopathic but um right yeah oh oh yeah like joffrey they they did a great job of making everyone hate him yeah uh like this kid this kid has elements i'm like man you've got some strength in you if you can just wield it and not be a dick like Mm -hmm. i I, you know something you can build on kind of it's gonna be very interesting Um, yeah i i also um do you want to talk about about Leonor dying? <laughs> Die, dying. <laughs> sure, I mean, yeah, we can't. Like, well, so, uh, yeah. Um, I, I basically I have a question regarding it. Sure, go for it. So, you you have this whole interaction where where obviously, Renera and Damon are now discussing getting married, and it makes it much more harder to you know, dismiss Rhaenyra's claim to the throne, essentially, because she would be married to Damon, whatever, all of this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But the only way they can do that is if, if Lenor dies, right? So they decide to kill him. Um, and at first I was like, okay, like, he, he he's dead. And then you realize that he's not because you, you see that he's shaved his head and he's sneaking away on this boat, which is... Um, Super interesting because one, this was not my question I have about it, but it does make me think that like we are going to see him in the next couple of episodes for sure. Um, oh, I, okay. I think so. I don't think they would have shown him if we weren't going to see him. Mm, okay. It could um, be relevant. Sure. I, I thought, I assumed that as I pulled a U and assumed <laughs> that, <laughs> that he, he was just out of the picture now, but go ahead. I mean, may- maybe he is out of the picture, but based off i mean i shouldn't base it off of game of thrones based off other things that they've done with similar ideas in game of thrones the character isn't shown and then all of a sudden comes back so i feel like because he was shown like he might be hanging around i don't know but uh my question is who do you think was in the fireplace because at first i was like okay they probably shoved a mannequin in there and then i was like no but like you saw like the tissue and the face and everything um, and then obviously they would realize it was a mannequin shortly afterwards. But so it has to be like they they obviously pushed somebody in there. Well, uh, they they killed someone. I I don't know who it was, but like mm-hmm. they, at the very start of that scene, like they killed they stabbed someone, mm-hmm. like a guard or something maybe. I I don't know, but but like they killed someone and then they had their contract. And I was like, who did they just stab them? Cause it was a kind of dark. I couldn't see the right. screen. I didn't, and I didn't rewatch it, but yeah, like they just, I th- yeah, they just, someone had to die for it though, for their plan to succeed. And do you think any of them cared? Do you think any of them lost a single night of sleep thinking about that person? Right. So somebody is dead and in the fire. 
someone's husband is just never coming home. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was a night, then he's probably not married. Sure, sure. I just, you know, someone's daddy isn't coming home. Not like, that I, it I makes just... it better, but you know. Oh, well, I, I tend to think that, I mean, it does make it a little bit better like that. It, in my opinion, that's why we need to send younger, like why our nations typically send younger kids, the younger people to war. Because mm-hmm. when I went to Iraq, not that I wanted to die, not that my family wanted that, but if I had just gotten killed while I was there, not to be morbid, but if I had gotten killed, I wasn't married I didn't have kids like no one would truly really 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 miss me like my parents would be real sad my sisters would be real sad I'd have friends that would mourn my death for sure Mm -hmm. and yet I was not a central important like foundational piece of anyone's life at that point in my life I just wasn't and if if I were to die right now like my boys would eventually get over it I'm sure Mm -hmm. Uh, you know and my wife and every I, I just it would be traumatic to a whole different degree right? for them, uh, you know, than, than if I had died and no, no one, yeah, I wasn't foundational. So, so maybe it anyways. was, uh, maybe it was the night. Hopefully we can hope, we can hope that it was some, <laughs> we, can hope. we can hope it was the night. Uh, uh, okay. I totally got off on a tangent there. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Um, tell me what you thought, because I, I feel like I've been telling you everything. Oh, I, so this, this show is about awful people doing awful people to or uh, awful people doing awful things to each other mm-hmm. like that that's what it is and I just I, I don't know I, I I am trying to keep like this open mind of you know like that, that this isn't a character development show either right you know like like Renera is basically like following the trajectory that she had when she was in episode one like I'm mm-hmm. not surprised that she's like this Mm-hmm. You know, Alicent, I think the the biggest tragedy in the show is Alicent because I feel like she started off as idealistic and she wants to believe her friend and she wants to help everyone and she's like, oh, I'll do my duty for my king even and, you know, my dad told me to do this and I'm looking out for my boys and she's suddenly just been, she's slowly been poisoned and what she did in, in the throne room and the, the knife scene and everything, like, not okay. Like, I literally, mm-hmm. like, they, they said it in the recap thing, so I can't claim the credit for any cle- cleverness, but an eye for an eye, right? Like, yeah. literally. You know, and they also said it's all fun and games until someone loses an eye. True. <laughs> Which I was like, that's almost exactly what it was. Like, it was fun and games for him until... Until he lost his eye. Until he lost it, yep. <laughs> but, um, no, I... I, I just... Okay, the thing that frustrates me is we already live in a society full of people who are, I don't know, like we, I don't even know how to say it. Like I, uh, like I said in the last segment when we were talking about uh, She-Hulk, like mm-hmm. I have I have a very dim view of a lot of different people. Like it's right. not easy for me to think poorly of people in general. And at the same time, like maybe it's a little even like, uh, like just opposite I, I don't know but I I want to see find things that are that lift me up that inspire me that find you know that it'll inspire other people to do better to to build go above what they're you know what they're built as like I want people to seek to be better and 
the show does not demonstrate that it shows that if you are noble if you have good character if you have any kind of you know like scruple it has no place in this world and you're gonna mm-hmm. die probably horrifically and uh like I was I was just so I don't know how what to think of of uh, what's his name again Le- Leonor Leonor's death I want to say Laris for some reason but <laughs> Leonor's death um, I didn't know what to because I, like okay so the only part in the show that like deeply resonated with me was he's like look we've took vows together a long time ago and I've kind of just like we've drifted away from those and I'm going to I'm gonna be their father I'm going to be you know a good husband to you I'm like he rededicated himself and I was like yes someone's doing something good right you know like yes I love this I love that he's uh, you know like he's gonna do his duty and uh, you know, that's not like me saying like, yeah, he's not gay anymore or some, something weird like that. Like, mm-hmm. I just wanted him to like, it shows, showed character, like he valued this. He's a man of character. And and then he just, he's like, oh, or I could just like go run off with my lover and abandon everyone. Goodbye. Yeah. Like, like the level of like how quick he was to just abandon that is was almost more traumatic to me than the idea of them murdering him. Mm-hmm. Like. Fair. Fair. I just, I wanted, I, I mean, I think it's just my desperation watching a show where no one is good. <laughs> you I'm wanted like, something I, good. I'm like, something good. Come from this, please. And that's not it. I, my search continues. Um, It's funny because I was thinking about this the other day and I was thinking about it in relation to Game of Thrones, obviously. And... I was like, I can, I mean, obviously we're not at the end of, of House of the Dragon, so I can't speak to it for sure yet, but I'm like, I can think of a couple of people in Game of Thrones that I'm like, yeah, you were solid and you made it to the end. Um, I don't know if there's anyone in this show that is like that, but, but... I think that's okay because the whole storyline is that they're going to kill each other. Well, I mean... Like, the whole mm storyline is the fall of this house. Right, well, you're you're right. You're right. And that's how I have to see it. That's... Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I totally understand what what you're saying and and the reason why i was even thinking of game of thrones in the first place and relating it to that is because you had said it before and i was like oh yeah like that's a good point um and i was trying to think of characters that had and then when i thought about it in terms of this show i was like i don't think any of them i I truly don't think any of them are making it to the end here Uh, well i mean i mean somebody has to because somebody's got to keep the targaryen blood going but yeah uh, okay, so, uh, uh, yeah, like the, so there's depravity here. Like, there, there's all sorts of corruption and all kinds of just, like, madness happening here. Mm-hmm. And the really strange part was I did enjoy this episode, even as I felt kind of tainted by watching it a little bit. Like, right. It's and, weird. And I'll, ju- I'll just point out, too, like... This is so weird that Game of Thrones has basically had no sex. Like, I, I'm not mad about that, actually. I've told you, I've said before, like, mm-hmm. the gratuitous stuff, I, 
I think is poison in a lot of different ways uh, for, for me at the very least mm -hmm. um, and possibly for others, but you know, I, not to get preachy, I just, I, I, that was my major reservation going into this and I've apparently found a different thing to gripe about. So <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> um, I remember one other thing I wanted to point out about this episode that I thought was really sure. good. Um, and I know you didn't get very far into the Game of Thrones show. So so you would, right. wouldn't have caught this, but I thought you might find this interesting. I read, read all the books, but yeah, no show. Not very much in the show. The, the music that was playing when Aemond was riding the dragon is a reprise of a song that they use when Daenerys rides her dragons. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah I like when they do that. As soon that's as cool. it started, I was like, I know this. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, music, well, you you know it because, I mean, not, not to disparage your memory, but mm -hmm. like the music, like we feel that, mm -hmm. like it's an emo, it becomes an emotion almost. Yeah. Like it, it just like it resonates in us yeah that's that's awesome mm -hmm. but see that that's really cool and it, it must be good because like the really garbage music that we hear doesn't resonate and we don't remember it right right so it and like you remember it because it's cool. an impactful thing and that's yeah. obviously that you're using it mm. there because it's impactful so no that's uh, so i mean all right i guess two things mm -hmm. um uh, so in in a minute, let's both we have to pick team black or team green, because people okay. on the Discord server were were picking teams, and mm -hmm. I mean I'm I'm basically I'm pretty sure which direction you're going, but we have to we have to give our reasons, um, okay. <laughs> and um and then we, we need to predict like how what what's the show gonna continue to explore because everyone's getting older, eventually Viserys will die, mm -hmm. we're gonna need to predict how this is going to unfold and there's season two so it's wide open for all kinds of things okay so first mm -hmm. which are you are you team black which is our train mm -hmm. our town our town or are you team green team allison i don't think i'm either like i don't you have to pick you have to pick can i be team anti-green no no you can't you can't <laughs> no you can't be known for what you don't stand for no you have to take a stand you are a noble in this realm you have to choose who are you going to choose who is the rightful ruler who is going to lead our well allison's not a rightful ruler she's a well, psychopath she's gonna kill all the children okay okay who ruler is maybe too strong of a word but like allison's to gonna yeah, rule you, to you into a adults only kingdom um okay so you're you're gonna you're gonna vote for our town right because you don't like allison correct Okay, you, you call the series spineless here a lot. No, I'm not, I'm not, not going to be on gonna... the, I wouldn't be on the same side of somebody that I don't like in real life. Uh, okay, so you think you'd like Rhaenyra in real life? I don't know if I would like, my, my point is I'm not going to root for somebody to succeed that I don't align with. Okay, so let's say a different way. Let's say you're a noble of a powerful house that you've discovered a way mm -hmm. that you can throw your power behind one of the two groups. Mm -hmm. 
And, and in fact, you have to, mm-hmm. you have to choose you're, or, or you're just going to get smashed flat by both of them. They both recognize your power. Right. Who do you align yourself with? Who do you, who do you choose? Renera. And the reason why I would do that is, okay. yes, I don't like Allison, but also I don't trust Allison. So who's to say that I throw my power behind her and she doesn't turn her around and take her little dagger and stab my eye out two weeks later? Okay. So I don't trust her. I don't trust either of them. I, I also, here's a really brief side question. Do you think that they intended mm-hmm. to let, what's his name, off the hook? Or was that just his his lover's uh, like imperative? Who? Uh, sorry, well, I keep forgetting. I keep wanting to call him Laris. It's not Oh, Lenor. Lenor, yeah. Um, do you... Do you think that Rhaenyra intended to let Leonor off the hook and let him go? Mm-hmm. Or do you think they intended to kill them or to kill him? Sorry. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, and then just move like he, he's a liability. Like, it seems like she, yeah. she would just like, do you think that it was just his lovers in, you know, like. That's how I interpreted it as like, I, I thought they were legitimately going to kill him. So, so Rhaenyra killed her husband or yeah. she intended to kill her husband mm-hmm. and you can trust her i don't know if i can trust her i think i can just i can i think she's more predictable than allison does that make sense uh, yeah sure. it's like that you know like trust the devil you know <laughs> okay i mean and i put a pretty impossible like no one would choose like uh, probably no one would really truly want to choose either side i think i don't know like so on some side i'm like well the law says rhaenyra should be Mm -hmm. the rightful ruler Mm -hmm. um so uh, like on that side i I do think that she would be better i also think that i think that she is ultimately too selfish yeah i could see that like I, i think that uh, Allison is not someone I'd really want to align with that much. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I think that it speaks well that for her that she like did not intend to have people murdered. Like people assume that she did, but she didn't try to have them murdered. She did eventually snap, and she was irrational and crazy and totally lost her mind. Her sh- crap. <laughs> <laughs> and. I think she's going to be like way off from that and maybe she will start trying to assassinate people. It kind of implies that she's going to start, start, mm-hmm. you know, like spinning her webs and start doing that. Um, I think that it like, and her bratty boys, I, I, have, I have no respect for them. Like the, the other boys yeah. I like more, the dark haired boys I, I like better. Um, but I don't know. I, I think, I think if I had to choose one, I, I would choose Allison, in fact, mm-hmm. just, but just barely, just very, very barely. Like, just does not surprise me. Well, I mean, we've we both kind of sided <laughs> on either either ends, but I, I think I just see Allison. I see her as this person who was idealistic and had starry eyes, and okay, I'll do what I can to help. Like, I'm friends with the princess. I'll help the king. I'll do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. 
what do you mean all these ideals are just going to get flushed down the toilet and I'm going to have to like watch my child's eye sliced out and my best friend mm -hmm. like totally ruined the royal line by not actually doing her marital duty whereas I think she should like she she's just been disappointed with people at every single turn mm -hmm. and I I guess I can relate to that because that's how I am with this show mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that just makes her Every more person. dangerous. Sure. Oh, yeah. I, I, she's not okay the way she is. Uh, mm -hmm. She's a mess. She's dangerous mm -hmm. she, to everyone. Um, but I, I think that it's coming from a more honest place. I think that Renera never came from that honest place. Right. I think I think it's just more dangerous in terms of, like, she's more likely to spiral and lash out. And lash out unpredictably. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think she's going to become more of a... I think she's going to end up being more rational than Rhaenyra at the end. That's yeah. what I think. I, can I think see, she will be... I can see her being more conniving. Mm-hmm. Manipulative and... Yeah. yeah like and, she's, and she's also going to get Sir Criston to do it, or whatever his name is, to do a bunch of her dirty work. She was yeah, going to get guy, him to go get his to get the kid's eye. The what? She was gonna. She was getting Sir Criston to go get the kid's eye for her originally. Oh, the, you're saying the guard guy? I think yeah. she's gonna go. I think she's gonna have that spy master guy, the guy with the crow cane, Ooh, the guy who killed yeah. his dad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think he's gonna be her main accomplice. Mm. Is what I think. Good point. I could see that. Yeah, because he's already planted that idea in her head now. Oh. Yeah. 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 So. I, I don't know if you saw the preview, like they, they always show the preview and then they do the, you know, the top recap on the show. So the preview for the next show, mm -hmm. um, the boys are all new, new actors, or at least some of them. Ah, okay. The dark haired boys or the, the blonde boys too? So I don't know about the blonde boys. The ones that I noticed mm -hmm. were the dark haired boys. Okay. Interesting. The, the team black boys. Right. Interesting. Okay. Team black versus team blonde, almost. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see the preview because I watched it off of a streaming service, so there was no. Yeah. No preview. Well, yeah, and I only watched it once, but um, okay. So what's gonna happen? Um, for the rest of the se for the rest of the season, I think. Uh, yeah, and then like brief, like broadly what happens in season two? Oh gosh I th so I think what will happen by the end of this season specifically in episode nine I'm going to say uh, wait, we, we just watched we just, we watched, just watched seven, seven. so we have eight nine ten so you think nine is something special so if they're following the Game of Thrones pattern episode nine oh, right, right. episode nine will always be the like big thing. At, at, for the season um, okay. if they're following that and I don't know if this will be in episode 9 maybe the fallout will be but I think Viserys is going to die sure. um, I think he has to die this season I think yeah. I think that is what's going to spur more fighting um, to get like this actually going and I think what will end up happening is we're going to end up having like Renera, he dies. Renera is going to claim the throne, and Allison's going to have Aemon claim the throne, and it's going to be a civil war. You know, and I think season two will be the 
like the chaos that ensues from that yeah i think that that makes sense yeah i think yeah because it's it just seems very obvious that i mean first of all it's super obvious that viserys has to die he's looking more and more zombie-ish every episode um but just in terms of like they're really focused on the boy on, on Renero's boys not being true heirs. They're very focused on them have like Alicent and her boys having the throne. Um, but then also Renera in this episode was very focused on them questioning her claim. So I feel like because they've been I don't know. I don't want to say highlighting those things because it doesn't feel like they've been highlighting it, but it feels like they've been coming up more that that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I think it's just going to become a, just like this extension of, you know, so it starts with Rhaenyra and uh, whatever her name is, uh, Alicent. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're, they're going to end up going to war kind of. And maybe it'll be an actual full-blown war. Maybe it'll be like a war of, you know shadows mm-hmm. and all you know like with with assassins and knives and everything um but i think that the kids are going to end up being the people who continue that war and mm-hmm. continue to make things a mess yeah i i agree which could be why i guess we're seeing them age the kids right right so yeah yeah what do you, what do you think is going to happen yeah, just basically what you said. I think season two will have some of the same cast and mm-hmm. some of the uh, older cast will just be dead. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll be interested to see, like, who's the lord of uh, whatever the seaport place is. Okay, yeah. You know, the place that they were all at this time. Drift, like whoever, Driftmark. Driftmark, yeah. Like, who's who's real, who's going to be, you know, the next the next lord of that? Like, mm-hmm. I I'm just I'm curious to see like and Viserys is old like uh his brother is not gonna Damon's not gonna be that that much younger you know yeah like he's gonna get old like I, I think the season two we're gonna see a, a lot of new cast members and in fact I think they announced a couple new cast members recently mm-hmm. um Wanda I don't remember her name um from the Marvel show like that, that oh actress. yeah I heard I heard about that um Elizabeth Olsen yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then there was some other some other big name actor also mm-hmm. who's gonna be in it so uh yeah i think we'll see that it's gonna be interesting might be i would like to see more dragons burning things too yeah th- this one did have more dragon stuff but yeah i would like to see dragons actually we barely saw them at all like we saw like that one episode where they were fighting the the guy with the weird face. The Crab King? Yeah. Yeah. The crab King? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> king of the crap. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. So, uh, otherwise, we didn't see any dragon warfare at all. I, I would like to see more. No, me too. Especially, I would like to see them leverage them more. Because everyone's like, they have dragons. So, what happens if someone comes in and just assassinates all of them they're all in their throne room away from their dragons someone comes in and stabs them to death mm-hmm. like the dragons don't do them much good i would like to see them leverage those dragons and really just force people into doing what they want right yeah i agree 
House of Dragons, man. That's their claim to power. I don't see much power. He's like, I'm going to ride a boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else? Um, no. Let's talk about Andor. Cool. What did you think of Andor? Unless you had anything else, sir. No, no. I'm good. I'm good. We can go into Andor. All right. It keeps building on itself, man. That's good. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing that I, and I feel bad to even say that I'm not bad, but like kind of stupid to say that I'm surprised by this, but I didn't mm-hmm. anticipate so much of the, sh- not so much, but a lot of the show having other angles and viewpoints. Like I really like that. It's not just Cassian. Sure. You know, like I like that we're getting to see like Mothma and her, point of view and what's going on there and then you also see like inside the empire and what's going on there and like i just like that it's a little bit of everything and you're just watching all of them kind of converge and i mean we all know what's gonna happen but it's cool to see all of the different angles and how they're shaping and then yeah like at the end of the day you're still you know rooting for cassian but it's nice to see the other side of it yeah no i i agree like i this has been a lot of fun honestly like uh i don't i don't know i've I've been weirded out by the by the staring police guy yeah like i thought this was a sad one because of the parents in it actually the parenting yeah um it was it was it was also just like i felt uncomfortable watching it well like the way that the way the inspector guy is just or late yeah the guy his the way his mom is just like oh i don't think you're much good you're no good mm-hmm. you know basically like oh it's gonna take a fa- family favor to actually get you a job you know no mm-hmm. belief in this guy mm-hmm. um and then seeing mothma and her daughter you know and her daughter's like no one's gonna be watching no one cares like you, you don't have to pretend that you're actually Right. Spending time with me. Right. Which was just really sad to see. It was. It's like, I don't know. You know, you see Mon Mothma is like, oh man, she's great. She, but you never think about she's maybe she used to be married. Maybe she had kids. Right. All of these like other factors. Um, yeah. It's adding all of these layers to the show. I like it, man. I I like it a lot. I think, uh, yeah. I just I like the Cassian is yeah. Like he's he's like this badass. I, I there were these really cool moments of watching him shore up their weaknesses. That mm-hmm. were, was really cool. Like showing proving what a valuable guy he really is. Um, and then you know like like he had the you know he told him about the about the clutch thing or whatever the lever and yeah. he told him. He told him like, "Oh, we should march differently because of you know he already he's already noticed what trigger hands everyone's got." And uh, and then so he's got all these things, and then he's like also hitting on the girl, which I thought was funny. They kind of hinted right? at. He was like, "My arm feels great. You're a healer." Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, he's hitting on her. <laughs> she's she's already sharing a blanket, but she's going for it." 
<laughs> yeah. No, I I feel like they're doing a really good job with this show. Um, I'm trying to think yeah. of something that has like a shortcoming in it or um, like something maybe. I, I just don't know if there's anything that I don't enjoy. I, I would. I don't know. I want to see. I want to see more of Cassian like get into his groove and yeah like i want to see him get more involved in it which obviously like is going to happen and they have to build up to that point but i feel like i'm just ready for it and it obviously has to do with because we've already seen rogue one and we've seen him in that role that it'd be awesome to see him in it again yeah i I think this show is going to be a series of three uh three episode story arcs Okay, so kind of like... That's what I think. Okay. It, yeah, because like this was... So the first one was he was all he was on Morlani or whatever it's called. And, mm-hmm. you know, Bix, Bix was there and had all the stuff. And the climax, climax episode, he finally meets the guy. They escape. It's exciting. And then they hit the kind of hit the reset button. And, okay, he's going to meet this new group. And he's going to slowly learn their stuff. And, you know, they're going to build up to this mission. And now this next episode has to be the heist because if they do a one more episode of building up to it and they don't have it then mm. it's going to drive every person crazy right yeah that's a good point so then you do the heist and then you have another build up yeah you hit the reset button a little bit like obviously not totally but you know it's not like full house or something it's just like <laughs> but but you do hit the reset button every you know and he, he's in with a new group mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um, I could see that. That's a good point, actually. I, and I want to see more Bix. I liked her, actually. Yeah, I'm curious if we will see her the rest of the season or if she just comes back for season two. Right, well, because they... I, I liked that they kept their toe, their, their foot in the water. Like, they showed a little bit of, like, the, imper- the new Imperial governor on Morlani. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know that, theoretically, we're going back there. Yeah. Whether it's with Cassian or without. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the people who are in Cassian's group now, the people he's working with? What were your thoughts on them? Um, Do you like them? Are they convincing? Yeah, they, they seem okay. I'm not, like, hooked on any of them. I'm, I don't think I really have a favorite Um I like what I do like about them is that they all seem to have like very different personalities, mm-hmm. um, which I think is kind of funny because they're all obviously working together for one um, like goal and common goal. Because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think that is kind of entertaining, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm like, oh yeah, this is like the best group ever that they're, that he's with. I guess I just find them to be extras. Like, you need to have people with him, and these are the people. Sure. Um, yeah, like, so, some of them, for sure. Like, the the healer lady, mm-hmm. and uh, even even the leader person, is she's just, like, a grump, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she just leads through bludgeoning people into doing what she wants. And, uh, you know, then you have... Uh, you know, like some of them are a little bit one dimensional or, you know, two dimensional even. But I, I really did like the I like the guy who 
like the political speaker like the guy who's like the repression of the you know like the system and the all, all the stuff i was like I, i'd get along well with that guy like we could talk about that stuff forever i think right <laughs> whether whether or not i agreed with him like he's the kind of guy i think as long as i could like was receptive to the discussion he would just he'd keep engaging me mm -hmm. you know I, I i don't know i've always liked the idea people the people who want to talk about that yeah yeah so but that's like it's funny because you have that and then you you also have like like the healer girl and like yeah. I, I you don't get that vibe from her at all yeah what what does she do like she's mildly attractive right what else does she do She's tough, apparently. <laughs> you know. She's working for the same cause. Like she she shares blankets. Right. Like, <laughs> right. She shares blankets. <laughs> uh yeah. So yeah, I feel like they are there. They're they're secondary characters to me, essentially. What are the girls doing? What's their mission? This is actually probably maybe one of the like downfalls I feel is I don't know what each person is doing in that group. Other than that, they're all clearly going towards the same cause. But I'm like, mm -hmm. it feels like all of you have a job. I don't know what it is. Other than the fact that like Cassian seems to be showing you all up. Um, which is kind right. of also entertaining, but... Sure. Yeah, it feels like they just got a slapstick group of people together. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, in rec I, I think that it's just like, okay, who all, like, we're going to get all these people who hate the Empire and we're going to strike a blow. Right. Um. Yeah, so I, I think my, my theory is that those two are going to go get more of the Aldani of the the people who live oh the indigenous okay. people and mm -hmm. they're going to be part of the distraction of the you know because they'll the aldani all meet right in front of that base mm -hmm. and i think that they're gonna go get a bunch of them to be part of the diversion or something mm -hmm. Ooh, i thought it was so sneaky the lieutenant he he got those people to insist that they needed to be out away from the vault the night of the night of their incursion yeah yeah which was, uh, it's kind of funny to see, like, how manipulative people can be. Yeah. Well, he's like, what? Uh, I, I can't be blamed. They're the ones who insisted. They yeah. wanted to be up there. Yeah, exactly. They, this was their idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. I was just going to have them paint things during it, like, <laughs> like any good Imperial would be doing. Pa Painting. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. Oh, what did you think of of Cassian telling the group that he's paid to be there? Oh, I, I really like that. I mean, that that's like one of the climaxes of the episode, actually. I loved, mm -hmm. I loved that part because at the end of the day, like they accepted that and they actually, I, th I feel like they all received his, like him being truthful to them as a relief. Right. Because now he's not just like this unknown, like, who is this guy even? Can we trust him? They know what his motivations are. Right. Even as he didn't share anything about himself personally, like, I just thought it was, I thought it was powerful. And it, it was so smart, so calculated. Like, 
and it showed his experience too he's like the day before a mission is tough like before you go mm-hmm. and i can't have someone who wants out blaming me for it like I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be the guy who fall like i'm not gonna put myself in that situation like it's a self-survival thing but it's also mm-hmm. like makes the group stronger in, in the long term right yeah I- it's exactly that. Like I took it as like what you said, it's a self survival in terms of him. Um, he doesn't want to put himself in a position where it's kind of like, Oh crap. Now I'm by myself here and I have to scramble to make it out of here alive kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, I was kind of, I mean, I was a little surprised that he told them only because I felt like it was a little quick, but I think you're right in the fact that it speaks to his experience and that he knows, like he knew what what the outcome was going to be by doing that. Yeah. He, it was calculated. Like that was, you know, he told them just enough right. to keep it all going. Right. Yeah. Uh, I liked, I liked that part actually. That was, that was a, a really strong part to me. Like he's, I like that the guy like told him about his brother and he's like, that's as much of an, of an apology as you'll get from me. And Cassian's like, yep. that's, well, that was enough. Yep. Um, I still don't like Mothma's uh, husband. Still think oh, he's, no, he's, he's trash. Yeah. He's rotten. Yeah not a fan um but other than that i i i would really like to see more of like bix and all of them come back i think that would be yeah really good yeah i agree i would really like to see them um yeah okay so things that i liked the just little things in this episode mm-hmm. i liked I like the blue milk, and I like that they have cereal there, which is fun. <laughs> like it's cereal relatable. with blue milk. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I love cereal, anyways. Mm-hmm. I, like I grew up eating just so much, so much cereal. I'm like 35% cereal. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. So, um, and then just adding blue milk to it, just because that's that's like a fan favorite thing, and it's just not it's not overstated. Like they just like show it real quick, and then it's not the focus, but it's the thing. Um. I said about Mon Mothma and her parenting uh, situation. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that the goats on Aldani were funny because they were goats. They were just extra goaty. Like mm-hmm. they just, like goats have horns. These ones, go- goats have two horns. These ones had six. Like right. just in awkward, weird configuration. I'm like, I don't know if you need those. Like other goats are just <laughs> fine with two. Like, that seems a little excessive. Yeah. Um, like they were just like extra bonus horns. Like ex- they're, they're more goaty than other goats. Mm-hmm. Goaty. Uh, yeah. So uh, whatever. I, I, like, I didn't actually think that was, they didn't like put me off of it. I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, what do you do? Like, you don't want to spend a ton of money on like inventing a whole new crazy animal. That's just there as like a, essentially a prop. Mm-hmm. Just get real goats and glue some bonus horns on them and call it good. <laughs> glue some bonus horns. Oh man, yeah. No, but I, it's funny because at least what what I find funny about about those types of things is it's like you know exactly what it is. They just made it look weird. Right. Oh, they, they Star Warsified it. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, it's Star Wars. You know. Right. Exactly. 
you see those goats and you're like oh like if, if you just like were walking along on a mountain path you're like oh that looks like it belongs in star wars right yeah Man, i will say i've climbed enough mountains that with, with like the the big horn sheep and like the big the big mountain goats mm-hmm. you're like man i understand now like why they have those horns and i don't want anything to do with them being mad at me yeah no thank you like there, you're on a steep hill you know climbing a 14er and it's like that like that just one little nudge and you're just like gone you're just off the edge like goodbye mm-hmm. deuces yeah i'm like gosh and there's so much bigger in real life but mm-hmm. or at least you, you see them in person you're like oh man yeah don't don't make eye contact <laughs> <laughs> um also, I, I wonder, I, I think to me, the only neg- potential negative, and mm-hmm. it didn't really dominate the story that much, so I'm, I'm okay with it. I want to know where they're going with the Uncle Harlow and the, the abusive, awful mom and her, her weird son who stares at Cassian mm. when no one else is looking. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to know... I want to know what where they're going with that because that, that's the one thing I'm like... But it doesn't fit in with anything else. Like his, I was fine with the role he played in the first three. These next, these other two, he he hasn't had anything important. Like it could be nothing. If he had been disappeared from these two, mm-hmm. wouldn't have noticed. It's it's a good point um, because I feel like it has to be something if it's there, right? Oh, yeah, like, what if he just, like, hey, he's a shop clerk from now on. Like, top at, like, top top of his uh, potential is, like, becoming the store manager one day, mm-hmm. you know? But that's it. That's it. Peaked. He has this, like, really awkward exchange when Cassian walks through his grocery line. Yeah. You know, and he's like, should I say something? Should I not? And Cassian, like, gives him a look, and he's like, not. And then they just pass, and that's it. Like, not. Uh, yeah. Um, it feels like they have to go somewhere with that because m- my logical side of it is kind of just like, why would you include it? Because you know, like, there's probably tons of stuff that they shot that got cut. So why include that? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they're being very intentional about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's telling. He's staring at Cassian like, I think he's he wants revenge. And Uncle, Uncle mm-hmm. Harlow sounds like like a lesser version of Jabba the Hutt, kind of. Like he's some kind of a shady crime lord sort of person. Right. He'll be like, oh, you want to kill this guy? Well, you got to sell your soul to me. And he'll be like, will you also kill my mother? And he'll be like, yeah, she's an annoying bee. <laughs> will you also kill my mother? Oh, dear. Um, I don't know. She's He has a very low opinion of her. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He knows how abusive she is. It's going yeah. to be it's going to be very interesting to see if like where that storyline goes. Or not. I hope it I hope right. it will be though. Right. So we'll just have just a bunch of episodes of him just kind of staring. Oh, I hope not. Toying with cereal. <laughs> with the blue milk. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But he sometimes pours himself, sometimes his mom does. Sometimes Uncle Harlow does. No, no. Um, do you have other thoughts about this before we move on? I'm excited to see the finale. But no, yeah. this is a building episode. Totally. Well, I guess the, the Luthien 
at, like he, we barely saw him we barely saw him on mm-hmm. mothma like mm-hmm. the I wonder, I wonder if we're going to have a bigger focus on Mothma soon. I want to see the Senate too. Like yeah. she's a Senator. I want to see that. And we have, we have previews that show that we're going to see it. I just, when? Yeah. You just want it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. It would be nice to see that more like the Mothma more. And um, yeah, I think, it, I think you're right. This definitely was a building episode. Not in a bad way. Like, it didn't feel like it was filler. It felt like this was all mm-hmm. good information to have. No, oh, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. I I thought that we were going to have the mission mm-hmm. this episode. And then yeah, they fleshed it out. And I was like, well, I don't need it this time. Like, And that's the thing. I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, it's a filler episode. It's awful. And sometimes it's like, well, this is needed. Right. And I, I don't, I haven't actually, actually the people I've talked to haven't said, haven't given me the vibes of like, oh, it's filler. Like, I think yeah. everyone's just kind of into it. It's, it's just, it's so immersive. It feels so real. It feels so, I don't know. It's just very well done so far. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. It's going to be uh, very interesting to see what happens next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Do you want to talk about Rings of Power? Ah, sure. What bit. did you hope? Yeah. Uh, I feel like a lot happened in this episode, but also not a lot happened in this episode. Not much. You know, like, I feel like... I I think I feel that way because it just felt overall like a very tense, heavy episode. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I just... Yeah, I could say for a while more because... After the crazy action, and we're moving forward so much in, in episode six, episode seven just felt as like everyone's just kind of wandering around in the redness. Right. Yeah. I was kind of like, okay, let's let's go. I, I will say I was never so happy for a Hobbit section segment <sighs> as after they just like wandered <laughs> around and everything's red and white Mm -hmm. and that's it you know like just these and it was just like this is grating on my soul this is so depressing and so awful and everyone's dying or dead or sad or Mm -hmm. wounded or you know blinded or their wounded horse you know Mm -hmm. all these things and then we get to the green beautiful joy of hobbitry you know hobbitness yeah and you're like oh thank god Oh, I needed a break. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, and they showed everyone this episode, too. We didn't have anyone left out. Yeah. Uh, except, yeah, except for, like, the, the elf rulers, but they're not that important. Right, right. Really. Um, but everyone else was there. Um, yeah. Okay, so I have, like, so many questions, though, because... Obviously, like, I don't know all of the, all of the lore and all of the the background, but like, I know, I know, I think I know enough. I am kind of just like, Isildur can't be dead. No, there is no, there's zero possibility. There's no way because like Mm -mm. you see him in the flashback in the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, he, He is central to so many different things right? yeah he, he can't be dead but let's say let his horse free like 
his horse just bolted because his horse knows he's alive. I know. And that's totally why, like, the horse isn't listening. The horse is like, we can't leave. Isildur is still here. Um, Yeah, but, like, when that happened, I was like, okay, this has to be a fake out because... It's a fake out. Which I'm assuming is for people who don't make that connection. Um, But... So so there was that. Is Galadriel known to have been married? Uh, so this is this is the big shockwave that it's mm-hmm. probably hitting all of the fandom. I think. Okay. Um, so okay, you, you've seen you've seen the Fellowship of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guy she's standing with is Celeborn. She's married to him. They're married. Oh, okay. And the guy she says is dead, or she hasn't. She didn't really say dead. She just they never saw each other again. Mm-hmm. Was Celeborn. Same guy. So how does that work? He's not. She's well. I mean, she basically said that he was dead, like at least presumed dead. Right. And that never happened. That that isn't a thing. That's not a thing in, in like That's the just, lore. Or... No, like. So she, would it make sense for her to be lying about that? I don't know what they're doing okay. with that. I I don't I don't love it honestly. Mm-hmm. Like so there. So sometimes elves. What one thing about elves is like they they eventually do um, reincarnate and then they all just stay in Valinor. So functionally, if you're on Middle Earth and they die, mm-hmm. even if you lived to be a million on Middle Earth, you would never see a, one of your dead elf friends again. Oh. Because they're all on Valinor. They're just hanging out there on the island with the other gods and chilling, having a party. It's like heaven, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's like the place that Galadriel was about to go into. Right. So, like, there, there's there's a couple elves who have come back, uh, in fact. But not, not it's it's vanishingly rare. Like, Glorfindel came back. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's an important character that kind of got glossed over and wasn't shown at all in the Fellowship of the Rings. But, like... Do you, you remember how Arwen, not to go too deep into it, but you remember when Arwen comes along and Frodo's got just gotten stabbed on Weathertop yeah. by the Wraith and stuff, and mm-hmm. Arwen, like, races the ring wraiths mm-hmm. and gets them back? Mm-hmm. It, so, uh, like, I'm fine with it in the movie and all, but the person who actually saved them and kept, like, the ring wraiths were like, don't want to mess with this guy, mm-hmm. was this guy called Glorfindel. Okay. He's an elf lord of immense power, and he actually was in the first age and he died heroically killing the captain of, I forget if it was the biggest drag, I think it was the captain of the Balrogs, like one-on-one, okay. just killed him, but the guy, the Balrog killed him back, but he was so heroic that he was eventually sent back to Middle-earth, mm-hmm. and then he did other things, but like, other than that, like, it doesn't really ever have, so, so like, they can't be messing with her who she marries i don't think i it's very strange i don't know what they're doing with Kelleborn. and like i'd have been fine if they said she got married earlier than she did but it it also like to me just felt like a really weird thing for her to bring up it didn't feel natural hmm. see i liked i kind of liked her she kind of mentored him a little bit like mm-hmm. Theo, like he, you could see he was reaching for something, and she could sense like, I kind of like that she opened up a little bit about her life. Yeah, 
I agree. I just feel like it's, I feel like we just haven't seen her do it that I'm kind of like, this is weird. Well, yeah. Like, so you're used to seeing like angry, like unsavvy. Why, why aren't you, why aren't you better at life uh, mm -hmm. after three, three, th three or 4,000 years old? Galadriel, like just, right. you know, she, she's like, no, please go on. Explain how, how does manipulation work? I haven't grasped that yet. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah. So I'm trying to think if I had other, other questions. I don't, those were like, that was like one of the big things that stood out to me was, I was like this, it just felt like a huh moment. Um, I don't know what they're doing with that. Um, it make, that makes me nervous, honestly, mm -hmm. like they don't. It's one thing to change the time, like do the time compression thing. It's mm -hmm. another thing to like really mess with who married who and like the actual like, the, like the 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 power of the Tolkien series of, of everything is just how how detailed it is. And you know you can you know all of you know exactly where Elrond's what his parentage are like who his, he descended from. You know exactly where Galadriel came from, or, mm -hmm. you know, like any of these characters, you know, their whole family history, and you have tons of stories of all these different families doing good and bad, and their fight, and they, once they start messing with that, it, it's, it's problematic to, to, to me, at least, like that, that's, that's a foundational thing that I don't feel at all comfortable with them messing with. Were there other things this episode that had a similar effect like of them seeming to be messing with things uh i i just i don't know where it's going with galadriel and mm -hmm. um what's his name halbrand uh, halbrand yeah, yeah. so uh, so uh, again i i think that there's a they took another step toward convincing me that maybe he's he is sauron because yeah. now okay so what happened? He's healthy. He's happy. He's wearing armor. He's good to go. And then they find him wounded, has a big chest wound. Mm -hmm. Like what? And oh man, it's so bad. You have to go to the elves to be healed, but it's not so bad that you're just dead instantly. Like that seems like a calculated thing to have him go to the elves and start advising them start starting start pushing buttons start you know mm -hmm. and he's like i will not abandon these lands like i'm sure you won't but if you're sauron you're gonna come back you know <laughs> um yeah so like, the thing that i found weird and i i obviously didn't didn't pick up on that part but what i found weird about it was that he was injured so badly that he was laying down they couldn't really like move him much he looked like he was dying essentially mm -hmm. His gallop is off. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets out and he's walking and he gets on this horse and gallops off. And I'm like, I feel like you wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you had a wound there, sitting on a horse would not be comfortable. Oh, no, I'm sure it wouldn't be. Yeah, um, I noticed that too. I, I guess that's, that was, that's the lesser of a lot of the, like, I, I'm just like, please don't ruin this. Please don't ruin this. Because mm -hmm. I, if he is Sauron, I could maybe accept it if it's done well. Like so mm -hmm. far, the big question is, 
like we have one episode left what's gonna even happen what could right. happen right that, like, that's the thing we have one episode left yeah uh i uh, and they've asked all these questions all the questions so many questions and there's all these mysteries and secrets and we don't know anything and we haven't found more out and we don't know anything and we still don't know more stuff and is it going to just end on a one big cliffhanger that we still don't know stuff like i feel like the next episode needs to tell us like okay he's a wizard like the stranger is a wizard right. or he, this is sauron and we've got to look out or like they need to they need to give us something mm-hmm. um yeah and if we have we have one episode left that's going to be like probably another hour yep. i feel like there's just too much to to pack in because then you also have um so you have to to answer like the hellbrand slash sauron question who who is the stranger is he a wizard is he good is he bad who are the people chasing him um yeah yeah that's a big question there what's going on with the balrog is the balrog gonna go like kill the dwarves I think that the Balrog will not appear again. No, you don't think so? They just showed I it think, showed it to be like, look what's coming. I think it's... Well, okay. Again, so... So he... That, that Balrog is actually called Durin's Bane. Oh, I did not know so, that. So, well, he's Durin's Bane. Uh, so we're, we have Durin the Third and Durin the Fourth. Mm-hmm. Um and it's already kind of a mess because Durin is thought by the dwarves, at least, believed to be reincarnated. Right. So you don't hold the name Durin unless you are him. Right. And as they believe. And you can't be him if he's still there. Right. Well, so there's there's Durin the third. Yeah. Like how is Durin the, the fourth? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Still him. So that, that's already a little problematic. But, um, you know, so so they go long time distances of time without another Durin presumably even though dwarves kind of live for a long time they don't live that long they don't live thousands of years Mm -hmm. um durin's bane shows up in the third age and kills durin the sixth oh okay and and so i think that they threw that leaf in and it traveled far far way down way down and he was like Something Elven woke me up, and then it'll go back to sleep because they closed up the caverns and they're not going to mess with Mithril. But that, Mm. I mean, that's the reason they woke him up in the first place was they delved too deep. Right. They got too greedy. They delved too deep. But that's a story for later. And I think they were just like, "Hey, look, like let's just give him a little cameo." Mm. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Like a little tease, make you keep watching. Maybe. I, I don't think we'll see him again, frankly, but... Um, I feel like I'm hopping all over the place, but also like, what's your thought on the Harfoots? Because I know that you said they don't really do a lot. Just in general, like that's that's who, who they are. Um, like historically, historically they're not yeah. known for anything, right? Yeah, and they don't like, characteristically, they don't get involved in things, and I feel like they are getting involved. Sure. Also, I guess here's here's the big thing, though. All right. So, 
uh, you know, people are taking them, taking it all very literally. Like there, there's a lot of things that they're like, well, the hobbits weren't known for anything, but like how many great deeds have mm-hmm. gone uh, that have people done mm-hmm. that have never been told. Right. That no one, t- and especially like, so if the stranger is Gandalf and he's like, man, I want to keep your secrecy. Maybe I'll just take credit for killing these weirdos that are chasing me mm-hmm. and not mention the Harfoots to anyone because they want to be left alone. Like he does it out of love for the Harfoots. I'm not saying that it is Gandalf, but if it is, and these Harfoots go in and march in and just like butcher these weird white robbers, like whatever they are, whatever they, yeah. Um, if they go in and do something heroic and awesome, it could be hidden mm-hmm. and it would still like it would still demonstrate the intent of like they don't want to be messed with by and large as a people they want to be secret just because some of them do some heroic things like there's also examples of of other past hobbits who have gone in and like they there were some hobbits that were big enough to ride a horse there's bull roarer took who goes in and I mean, it's it's almost like half jokingly made, but like in The Hobbit, you know, I'm reading that right now, with my boys, and he goes in and knocks the head of the Goblin King off, right, straight off, and his head rolls into a hole, and therefore the, the that war was concluded, and the game of golf invented at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like what? But but like, they're not completely strangers to doing these things. I think it's just they're not known for it. Like no one's like, oh yeah, like don't, like the, if you're if you're people in the middle earth, you're like, yeah, don't go messing with the dwarves. They will literally kill you for insulting your, their stone or something like they're known right. for all sorts of things. Right. Elves similarly, like, yeah, they killed all these important things. They, you know, they've built great cities. The men, same thing. They're treacherous. They do all these other things. Mm-hmm. The, the hobbits, no one really knows because they keep to themselves. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, I, and I'm not annoyed, I should clarify. I'm not annoyed that they're getting involved. I just found it interesting. Um, yeah. So I, I'm curious where it goes, basically. I thought it was, I thought it was very fun. Like the, I, I, and I called it actually, I was like, when he goes and they're like, can you feel, heal this place, fix it? And it seems like he's just causing destruction. But I was like, I think he healed. I think he cured at least that tree. Yeah. Well, you, like the whole you saw like the little, little bloom happen. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. I was like, don't go. No, don't leave. I know. Oh man. Um, yeah. It's, it's very interesting to see their interactions. No, actually, so one thing I thought was really fun, though, uh, and, and a parallel that you might like is, uh, well, gosh, you haven't read. No, no, I, I guess you did read episode, or book four of Wheel of Time. So, you know, like, mm-hmm. like so I, I felt a little bit like the Harfoots were a tiny bit, like you could see glimmers of the two rivers there, of, Ooh. you know, like, like they're just resilient, like, yeah someone burns their wagons and it's just this awful crappy thing that happens and like they just sit down and cry or they, they're like all right we're gonna make the best of this we're gonna move on right like, we're just gonna tighten our belts and move right on right they're going back into like the ash and getting the wheels out that are you know they're not burnt and like things that are um, usable um yeah that's a really good point i didn't even think of that 
I just liked, you know, the resilience there. Like you kind of see as a kind of a parallel, like this whole episode is about fire, really. Mm -hmm. Like everything is fire. And and I mean, like in that same parallel too, it it happens at the end when Nora's like, okay, well, like I'm going to go, go help Mm -hmm. them. And they're like, Poppy joins and her mom joins and um, what's his face? The the main leader joins too. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Yeah. 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 And, and it's a whole like, well, if you're going, I have to go and I'm going to go to protect you. And I'm going to go because you guys don't actually know where you're going. So mm-hmm. I, will, I will lead you. And it's the same kind of mentality that you kind of get with the two rivers of they're all helping each other. Yeah, they're in it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah, it was lovely. Um, uh, but, and then you see the juxtaposition of, all right, like the Numenorians come in mm-hmm. and, you know, they experience fire of their own, a, a similar cataclysm in a lot of regards. And what do they do? They just like freaking run away. Right. Tail between their legs. We're gone. Our queen's blinded. Sad. Mm-hmm. Sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're just going to leave, leave everyone to, you know, they're like, yeah, we'll just we'll leave a couple soldiers. But like they just kind of, <laughs> they just kind of like slunk, slinked away. Like they're going to go re- get reinforcements. If they're, you know, whatever, like they're, they have some resolve, but mostly you just see them moping about like, and, and the hobbits are like, we're just going to make the best of this. Right. You know, it's this a, senseless, awful thing happened and we're going to be stronger anyways. It's a totally different reaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was admirable. I liked it. Um, any other points in the, in the episode you wanted to mention? Uh, yeah, Durin's wife was a little uh, power hungry, it seemed like, actually. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah, yeah, I-, I agree. That whole that whole interaction with Durin and his dad and everything, it was just really sad. It was. It was. It was. It's just painful to see. And yeah, I, I will say, like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed seeing Durin and Elrond's friendship. Like, I really, really yeah. enjoy that. And it was really great to watch. And then it was just painful to see Durin with his dad. So I feel like they had, they had a lot of the emotions was with the, was with Durin. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to think of like the other, like, you know, you, you have the stereotypical things that they're trying to make to feed off your emotions on where you don't know if Theo's mom is alive and you don't know what's happened to Isildur and like all of that. But I think the interactions that they, particularly with Elrond and Duran was really, really nice and heartwarming to see. And then it was a drastic, like 180 to his dad. Um, That made it more gut wrenching. If every part was as good as the Elrond and Durin part, if every mm-hmm. corner of this story was as good, as well done, and real well realized as that, mm-hmm. like, this this would be the most popular show ever. Yeah, like, I think they, like, hit it out of the park with that particular dynamic. Yeah. Um, it's really well done. Yeah, really like it. And, you know... Yeah, I, I really like the Elrond character. I've always liked him as a character because he is, like he's, he makes the argument to Durin the third, and I thought it was good. He's like, 
I'm the half elven. I'm like he was born to a human. Right. He was human, and then he chose to become an elf. But he gets a different perspective from anyone else. Right. Um. Yeah, it was it was good. I will say uh, the other thing. <laughs> you might find this funny. Or at the very beginning, when they're showing, um, you know, like kind of the carnage and the and the chaos that's taking place with all this fire. To see the horse running while it was on fire was creepy. It was creepy and it was just really sad and it bothered me. And then you saw this guy kind of like shifting around on the ground and he was clearly like burning it on fire. And I was like, I, I had no reaction to it. But the horse, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> that I was like, so the funny. horse though, like the horse, guys. <laughs> Because animals are cute. I know, I know. It's just uh, the horse got me right off the bat. Uh, so, I mean, this is a little bit of a tangent, maybe a lot, but um, there's. Uh, I remember in um, in one of my grad school classes, they're talking about uh, like getting funding for uh, saving things like for saving animals and stuff and so there was like this fish that was slowly going extinct mm -hmm. and it was kind of just an ugly plain looking fish that no one really cared about mm -hmm. and there were a lot of fish that looked pretty similar to it not it was distinct biologically but you know like it's slowly slowly becoming extinct because of things that humans are doing right. and um so scientists are like well should we save it should, what, what should we do you know and it's like well it's I don't know like is it worth saving probably like we want to save like bald eagles like we want to save all these things and they couldn't find funding though because no one cared about an ugly brownish fish um and so the the solution eventually became they found something else in that same ecosystem mm -hmm. that wasn't even like reliant on the fish but some some other animal that was way cuter right and then they were able to find the funding suddenly magically they had a ton of money and they saved the fish and this other creature right but but it, it just it was like this really interesting discussion on just the the perspective humans have of like, yeah, I want to stuff called it's a bunny. Why would I want bunnies to be extinct? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and and the creature that they like promoted and stuff, like they were just they were just as, you know, like ecologically non-essential as the fish was. Right. So it was just a cuter animal. Yeah. Yeah, people just cared about cuteness. Yeah. And the horses fit, fill in nicely with that. It does. It does. Um, what do you think is going to happen next week? Because next week, next week's the last one, right? Yeah, last one. What? What? No, I want you to go first. What do you think is going to happen? I don't even know. I'm like... Uh, I mean, what do you, maybe... What do you hope will happen? I feel like maybe we'll see Isildur. Sure. Um, I think that would be good. I don't know if that would be a big chunk of it, but like a little little snippet just so that you know that he's he's there. Um, I mean, I think, I think you have to confirm whether or not Hellbrand is Sauron. In the next episode, okay. I feel like... I feel like we can't go into season two being like, where is he still? <laughs> yeah, we need something way more concrete with Sauron. Yeah, because right now it just feels like a bunch of people running around 
trying to catch his bad guys. And they're somehow super coordinated and able to, you know, evade you and take over and have Mordor be created. Um, yeah. And it just feels like we need to see him. Yeah, and at the same time. Um... I feel like I, I would even be okay. I don't know if I would be okay with it, but even if you showed him in a way that you knew it was him, but it didn't reveal who it was. Mm, okay. I think that would be good in the sense of like providing that kind of push forward, being like, okay, the big bad is here. You know? Uh, I, I think we need something like that. Like, we're, yeah, we're, we're in a situation, the show is called Rings of Power, and there's no hint of any rings yeah. or the person who makes the rings. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah, I, I will say, like, the Harry Potter books are somewhat similar. Like, we don't see Voldemort for a long time. Like, he's the big bad. And you see him at the, the end of book, book one. Kind of. I mean, you see, he, he, he's in a, a body. He's the only sort of. body that he's le- latched onto. You, you sort of, you see a horcrux at the end of book two that you don't know is a horcrux spoiler alert right but it's just kind of um for several seasons he's just kind of like yeah like he kind of pokes his head in Mm -hmm. and you know that he's behind what's going on and now mordor um you know you know that he you can see his hand at work but you know like like voldemort it's like well Kind of just hinted at here and there, here and there. And then finally, at some point, I feel like it was book four, the end of book four, where you finally see him yeah. in his real form and he kills someone. And it's like, oh, crap, it's real. But it takes a real long time to build to actually coalesce into an actual conflict, kind of. Well, he doesn't have a real form before the end of book four. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. it takes a long time for him to actually, like have a corporal form and actually have you know like that's when the war starts is when he finally is able to take his body like other than that it's all just this cloak and dagger stuff Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's similar to what's going on here yeah i'm not saying i'm not saying that harry potter is bad for doing that i'm just like that's what it makes me think of is you know and yet we still do see his hand at work and you're right like Mm -hmm. the the end of 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 the first book we do kind we do see him some parts of him so yeah uh, we should see Sauron. Damn it all! You've hinted at him forever. Don't make us think. Like, don't, don't disappoint us on this, please. Right. Exactly. So. And I want something more concrete about the stranger. Yes. Yes, that's a good point too, because that is. Uh, I'm just tired of guessing who he is. Uh, other than being like, he's obviously a wizard. And who are these? white cloak dickheads right i don't know if we're supposed to say that but like <laughs> who who are they like and they're obvious like i don't know i feel like it's obvious that they're not good but they just for no reason apparently just set the harfoot stuff on fire yeah so yeah not not a fan would love to know who they are and then would love for them to f off for the whole episode, man, everything's on fire. Mm-hmm. The obvious, the obvious uh, Numenorean Southlands mortar place. Um, 
the Durin, like like the dwarves are always talking about how they're half, uh, you know, they're made of two elements mm-hmm. and one of them's fire. Mm-hmm. And then the Balrog at the end and then the Harfoots get set on fire. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. The whole thing's fire. So, yeah. Yeah. So. World's on fire. Maybe there'll be more fire next week. Maybe they'll choose another element. Maybe it'll be really windy. Yeah. Which just feeds the fire. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, man, okay. I can't believe we're going to be done it next week. I know, I'm sad. Oh, but one thing. Um, so they did start filming the next season already. Right, okay. So maybe we will know when that is coming out. Yeah, once <laughs> Wheel of Time Season 2 is done, then maybe they'll... <laughs> If it ever starts. I don't know. If it ever does. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Um, I think that I think they're just waiting for Wheel of Time to be the the fantasy thing on their platform. The yeah. one and only. No distractions. Nothing to look forward to. Only watch this. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then we'll get we'll get Wheel of Time. Maybe even within the end of the year. Who knows? Who knows? Um okay. Any other thoughts? Uh, we've been talking for a while, Sarah. We should probably call it good. I know. I think we're. I think we're out of it. All right. Well. See you guys later. That's it. It's over. F off. <laughs>